The Parental Guidance Podcast is a production of The Unafraid Show. Find out more at www.unafraidshow.com. Stop the music. Stop the music. Okay. It's the night shift, Jeremy. This isn't the normal PG podcast. Oh, We that's need some true. new tunes. Let's okay. buckle up. Here we go. You ready? Hit it. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's th- the night shift. Oh, yeah. It it's is the night back shift. Uh, in action. You know, I'm not as uh, amped up as, as usual for the night shift because we just watched The Great Hack. Yeah, and I'm disturbed and concerned about <laughs> pretty much any social media thing ever now. That, yeah. So for those of you who are on social media, remember to follow us, like us, post mm-hmm. us, all that stuff because data is uh, apparently a big commodity. Yeah. Gosh, you know, this show, for those of you who don't know, so The Great Hack, it follows Cambridge Analytica, the scandal mm-hmm. along with their data and how face, Facebook, Cambridge Analytica, you probably saw Mark, Mark Zuckerberg or at least memes of him or YouTube clips or something of him, you know, under trial. Mm-hmm. And this was that thing. And so it follows that story and it follows it through several kind of key, uh, I wanted to say characters, but actual real life people yeah. in it. And it follows... Uh, Brittany Kaiser, she was a former director of business development for Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. It follows David Carroll, who's trying to actually get his data from them, yeah. which he still is. I know. And he's, a, he was a, he's an associate professor at the Parsons School of Design, and he talks about actual data protection and stuff like that. Yeah. It follows uh, Carol. Carol. Yeah, Carol Kudwaller, who is an investigative journalist for The Guardian. And then there's, the UK, there's, yeah, and then there's some other people. The so that, yeah, so they, there's some other people. So they bring in, you know, different people who are from Cambridge Analytica. And it's a good Those documentary. are the main three people that the but story those are the, through. But those are the three storylines. Mm-hmm. So you've got Brittany, who's basically trying to turn around and, you know, whatever her motives are, you know, whether they're pure or selfish, whether she's just trying to turn the spotlight uh, away from herself or show that she's a good person trying to, you know, make it right or, whether she's just trying to do it to protect herself. There's David Carroll. Probably who, a bit of both. Yeah, there's David Carroll, who is obviously, he's a professor who talks about data rights and everything, mm-hmm. who's trying to secure those and protect, you know, he has kids, he has a lot of, you know, students and stuff, and he's trying to protect things and protect rights for people. And then yeah. there's Carol, who is an investigative journalist, and she was trying to get into what this did, what will its effects be, and how will this be used in future? Because it... It did seem to play a large role in two major elections. And even if yeah. it didn't swing a ton of voters, it, there's a lot of, uh, you know, not evidence, but a lot of, uh, what would you say, uh, anecdotal evidence from the people at Cambridge Analytica where they were claiming to be the reasons why uh, either Trump won mm-hmm. or, or why Brexit. the Brexit, you mm-hmm. know, was passed. And so. Yeah. Whether or not they actually did control it and they did uh, actually influence the election enough to make those, you know, sides tip over and win, it's still, you know, we don't have everything. We don't have all the data. But nonetheless, they still – this documentary shows an alarming amount 
about our data, how it's used, how it's monetized, and how our Man. rights are just being stripped online. It is extremely alarming and disturbing. Like I, I've, I got off. I'm. Or I told you before we started recording, this is one that I will probably watch again. There is so much information in this. It's extremely dense in terms of there's so much thrown at you, so much information that you, you at, after it's over, you feel like, oh, where do you start? Um, it's one that I'm going to go back and rewatch again because I want to understand it better as far as how they go about doing it, how they gather the information and they sift through people's profiles. And one of the alarming things to me on it is – they didn't have to have your specific profile. You could be friends with somebody that they were going through that profile and combing that profile and trying to what they call what was it influence not influencers. Um, oh shoot, it was the people that they were targeting. Uh, oh, the persuadables. Uh, yeah, Sorry, persuadables. The persuadables. Yeah, persuadables. They they marked certain people on through their profiles and through the way that they the things that they like the things that they follow and different surveys mm-hmm. they did a survey of over 100,000 Americans yeah and they used that for basically their personality yeah uh, and they personality created, so they created yeah like they that. they created and split up people into different personalities and the ones they keyed in on or who they were called they were called the persuadables and if you were friends with a persuadable they would get your information just be, simply being a friend. I mean, it, it seemed like, and this is where, again, I need to go back and watch it a second time and get a better understanding. But it, it sound, the way it sounded is like they would take the, the ones that they were keying in on, those persuadables, and then if you happen to be friends with a persuadable, they would then start pulling your data as well. And so it's just this trickle down. It's like friends of friends of friends of friends. And this whole idea of the social network, which has the potential to be good, we're now seeing what happens when you mix it with the the possibilities of power and money, which is always there, no matter yeah, what and you then, do in life. Yes, and on top of just the social network, it's not just about Facebook. Oh so no, this, no, this, no, no, This movie, this movie, and and our podcast right now, it's not just an attack on Facebook. It's <laughs> not just Facebook. It's any social media app, including. Yep. Just apps on your phone, games on your phone, organize, organization apps, music apps, all of them. We we rarely, but almost everyone uh, does not read through terms and conditions. And in those That's terms true. and conditions are privacy uses. And they're allowed, so many of the apps that we have, so much of our social media, they're allowed to use our information. And then they're allowed to sell our data. Because we click accept Without yeah. agreeing, without and, reading it and understanding yeah, what we're accepting. And, you know, even just like that face app that came out this year, you know, there was that face app mm. that everyone was like, oh, let's see what I look like when I'm old. And of course it's super popular because you're like, wow, that looks funny. What do I look like when I'm old? But at the same time, no one cared about who this random company that they hadn't heard of is getting all of their data. Yeah. And what's funny is obviously I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I heard that the, the app was from uh, Russian developers. It was. So it was of course, obviously everyone, we're yeah. not even we're not even <laughs> you know resourceful enough to see that an app is from Russia when there's all of this controversy about Russia. Russian hackers, <laughs> yeah. uh, Russian bots, all of that stuff. But I look old. It's funny. But that's how that's how they that's how you go about doing it right yeah and is, I, this is very I mean, like if you're a conspiracy theorist you live in this world and i am not a conspiracy theorist i'm i'm one of those that is quick to be like okay i you know i kind of but you watch this and this isn't even about a conspiracy theory this is 
No, this is happening. like what actually happened, and which it's is great. It's scary. It's scary how much of our information that we have not voluntarily put out there, we have still, in a way, voluntarily put out there by accepting these terms and conditions that we've never read because we just click accept and it goes through. And now these companies have the right to do whatever they want with our information or right now they have the right to do. And that's what David Carroll's fighting for is he, and I think Brittany Kaiser at the end, it, it talks about, she's got her foundation that she's trying to do too. And but the basic premise of it is, is to make data rights, basic human rights. And in, in other words, yeah, you don't get to do this anymore. You don't get to take everybody's personal information and monetize it because it has, as, as they show in trailers and as you find out in the movie, um, information has now surpassed oil as the most important commodity, the most precious yeah. commodity. I mean, and it makes sense because they can monetize this because mm-hmm. everything, all of your apps, all of our apps are free. Mm-hmm. And we... We're accepting David Carroll at some point he puts it like, Hey, everyone is just accepting this as the the reality that hey, our app's free, so yeah, they can do what they want with my data. I don't care about my data. But it is incredibly important because this show proves that you can alter or persuade different elections, which like I said earlier, maybe or maybe not they can't, maybe or maybe not you don't believe it, but the people who are at Cambridge Analytica took credit and the politicians continued to hire them because this was working. They have undercover video of Alexander, Alexander. Yeah. Alexander Nix, who, if you didn't like Trump getting elected, you can probably think the Brit Alexander Nix is one. (laughs) But I mean, we have, they have him on video and audio bragging about it. And I mean, and the fact that the concerning thing is, like you said, and that this thing is concerned with is that, can we at this point, and this is what Carol, um, I can't, how do you say her last name? Kanderwaller, right? I, I said Cod, Codwaller. Codwaller, Codwaller. Yeah, Codwaller. It's spelled weird. It's like there's a W-A-L-L-A-D-R at the end. So it's yeah. just like, um, but she's going around, you know, advocating and talking about, can we even have a truly democratic process now when you have companies like this that are able to monetize information and take these persuadables and flip elections by simply bombarding them on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, whatever yeah, it yeah. is, the, whatever the medium is. And it's it, concerning. And this, this isn't about like for anyone, I know we mentioned Trump and we mentioned Brexit. This is not a partisan thing. This no. is not, this is, it's this, not about, no. Oh, it's not about like, Oh, well you should have won or we No, the thing is that this show, this movie illuminates is that our democratic process and democratic processes around the world are being mm-hmm. corrupted by the use of data. And if we don't secure our rights and other countries don't do the same, it will be way easier for elections and just the overall, like I said, mm-hmm. democracy to be influenced. And on top of that, on top of just political gain, you also are able to use this you know, this psycho, uh, psychoanalysis, whatever they called it. I think it was like psychoanalysis, um, psychoanalytics. Well, I mean, whatever they they call it psychological warfare. So this psycho, (laughs) yeah, this, uh, psychoanalytics, Mm -hmm. they'll be able to use this stuff to monetize you as a buyer as well. So they're going to help you persuade lots of different people to either buy things, vote for things, go to rallies or not go to rallies, that kind of stuff. And it is, it is alarming how much, it it works. Mm-hmm. It, I, well, and that's the thing with this. I, I mean, 
there aren't a lot of things that I'll go to people and I'll say, you need to watch this because you need to understand better what's going on. This is one of those things that I'm going to tell everybody. You need to watch it. We need to understand as, as a people, as a populace, what's going on with our information with and how it's being used, especially if we call ourselves a democracy where we're supposed to have these free and fair elections, which, you know, I'm extremely jaded when it comes to politics. So I'm not going to get into it. Um, but this highly worries me and concerns me like to a great deal. It was very alarming watching this thing. The thing I kept thinking is just like, Oh my gosh, I, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely obscene what they are able to do just from us being on social media things. Yeah. It, obscene. Yeah. And on top of that, I was just thinking right now, if we're thinking about our rights as actual civil rights and mm-hmm. everything that we have in our constitution, there are a lot of things in our constitution to protect us against, uh, to pe- protect our privacy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, cops can't just come through the door unless they have a warrant or probable cause. Yeah. Well, what if, you know, companies had 5,000 data points about each of us and they could go through our Facebook by our friends' Facebooks. Mm-hmm. What if they started doing that and outsourcing to cops, to FBI, to CIA, to, you know, whatever espionage you want to think of? Yeah. Isn't that an important thing to protect? Extremely. <laughs> and so this, for, for those of you who are like, oh, I don't know if I can handle all that data talk and everything. The, the thing I like about this documentary is it's made for everyone. It's not and super techie. No, it's it not is. super techie, and they're not going to get into the nitty-gritty and bore everyone. It's uh, So for those of you who are super into tech and you already know about data and stuff, this one might be a kind of a back burner one for you to put on while you're cooking or something because it's you know it's, it's surface level for a lot of things. But the major point of this is that it follows a natural progression of actual events, and it's, they tie in the different things together. Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely not techie. It's more philosophical in on the ends of where do we go from this point forward in terms of technology and the rights of people's information. And you know that's the big thing on this is you know data rights or human rights, and that's a very that's a hashtag. If you if you go on you look up that hashtag, you'll see that's um, that's a big push right now. And I think it should be a big push. I think it should be. Uh, my information is my information. It's not out there for anyone to use and monetize. If you're going to monetize my information, you better be giving me a big cut because it's my freaking information, you know? Yeah. So, but when you've got something that's now a multi-trillion dollar industry, which mm-hmm. is what this is, that's what yes. the, and it's. Yeah. Mm. And so, I mean, there are uh, a couple notes overall on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it they did a good job with visuals. Yes. Uh, and they did a lot of good tie-in between, you know, footage from, like, C-SPAN to, like, you know, the camera crew falling around someone to kind of a graphic visual, like, or David Carroll talking with his, his students, you know. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of good visuals, uh, a little bit of good, like, animation, CGI, whatever you want. And then uh, the thing that got me, though, with this show is that they don't give solutions at the end, which mm-hmm. I get it. This is a philosophical movie, and it's it's all about what happened uncovering what happened and how you're like and opening it up for a conversation mm-hmm. uh but i wanted i really would wish they would have opened um like just given david carroll or other professors or other people who know about data like hey 
give them some time to actually tell people after they just had their brain bombarded with this alarm <laughs> on like, what do I do? And they don't offer yeah. a solution. It's true. But then what is the solution? I think, and that's the hard thing is how, how do they, because now you've got this massive beast out of the can. How do you pull it back into the can? Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as just to, to each individual, yeah. uh, I did listen to a recent podcast with David Carroll and he was talking about this film and what we could do. And one thing he did know is that when you're not using a social media app, log out of it. He's like, if you want, he's like, I, I, he's like, you could just delete it overall if you want and just use it off of, you know, a computer log back in and stuff. You don't have to have it on your phone. It doesn't have to be there all the time. And then you could also check the permissions on different, um, you know, web browsers you use. Maybe instead of using Google Chrome or Google Maps or Google everything, start using other things and start checking the permissions on those. There are different, like, there are different free browsers you can use on your phone yeah. that also say that they will not mine and sell your data or keep it. So, and that's great news. So, <laughs> yeah. so for the individual, those kind of things, and for people with kids, definitely pay attention to the apps that they want to get and actually look at it because yeah, it might just be marketed as a, Oh, it's just a little cute face app for kids or this for kids. But it also might be like mining their data and mm -hmm. uh, absorbing them and kind of seeing, Hey, who is this little personality right here? Yeah. Or who's, you know, what's this family? And that is, like I said, alarming, disturbing, yeah. shocking, whatever word you want to come up with that has that same feel. Yeah. Well, I think, and Carol had a line in the movie that, or in this documentary that I think kind of summed it all up. And she said, nothing is what it seems. And that is to me, the most alarming aspect is that these, we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes with these things. You know, you, you watch Mark Zuckerberg in the Senate hearings, which they had some of that in there and his answers. And it was just some of the most evasive tap dancing that yeah. I've ever seen with, it's with just like, shock, shock uh -huh. and awe from Brittany. Who's like, what Brittany yeah. Kayser, who's just like, what? No, no, he knew or this. And so honestly, uh, as far as a drama goes, this show was good. This movie's yeah. good. And I feel like everyone should watch it one because the way they showed events and they tied in the storylines together was very, very good. It was, it was yes. beautiful. And two, well done. And two, like Jason and I have said, data rights, are going to be at the front and foremost or should be for the next 10 years of us mm -hmm. figuring out how to protect our data and what we should do or should allow or shouldn't allow. And I think this is a very important show for everyone to watch, especially parents with your, yes. you know, your kids growing up because kids often adapt to whatever environment it is. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, we already have people who are like, Oh, well I don't really care about my data. I know they use it, but it's how it is. So we have to talk about these things, open up conversation, and figure out what's in the best interest of democracy, yeah. of corporations, monetization, and our own privacy and rights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the tech companies that um, they shine some lights on on this are, uh, they're going to be the ones at the forefront. Google, yeah. Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, what were some of the other ones or that, whatever I mean, else pops yeah. up as the new Cambridge Analytica? Mm -hmm. Cause I bet there are lots now. Yes. So it's just Cambridge Analytica is no more, but yes. the, the practice of data mining is will definitely not, yeah. there. There's too much power and too much money at stake that those who have the, the, the wherewithal to try and pursue that power and money 
are going to find another way. They're going to find another Cambridge Analytica. They're going to keep doing it until we figure out a way to put a halt to it. So definitely, I, I mean, this one got like five cups of coffee for me. Yeah, I mean, that I was, was like, same Whoa. for me. This is a, it's a <laughs> this is a must watch for everyone. Yeah, it's not it's not like it's not entertaining as in like oh you know relaxing like oh Game it's, of Thrones must watch. Yeah. No, this is a must watch. Like everyone needs to watch this. Yeah. This is important. You need to know this. Yes, you need to take. It's an hour. I think an hour and roughly forty minutes. Um, so just work it into your yeah, week this week. Yeah, it it's you need to. It's an hour and forty minutes that you need to set aside. So that you're just a little bit more informed as to what's going on. Uh, I know I've moving forward. I will most definitely. It's it's changed my way of looking at it already yeah. from watching it, and I think that's the point of what they're trying to do. They want people to be aware and start paying attention to what you're doing with your social media, yeah, with your apps and all that. And Make I think conscious, cognitive, mm-hmm. yes. rational choices about your privacy. This is not partisan. Okay, so if you're a Trump supporter and you're watching this, just chill. It's not partisan. This isn't about Republicans and Democrats. This is about your personal data information. So just get over that issue. Watch it and learn and be be informed. Yeah, be informed Uh, because I am. I'm t- I'm am s- scared a little bit. But yeah, I'm informed, and that's good. yes. And this is how change happens. We all that's have right. to. We all sometimes it takes some some fright and some realization, uh, but we just don't want to realize things too late. Yeah. So everyone, go ahead and watch this. It's the great hack. It's on. It's Netflix. on Netflix. Worth the time. Worth yes. the time. You need to watch it. Yes. All right. So as always, I'm Jeremy and I'm Jason. We got your back. For those who wish to get in touch with us, you can find us at Pernal Guidance Podcast on Instagram. Or you can email us at pgpconnection at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate the show. We look forward to hearing from you and to many more episodes. Remember, we got your back.